to another edition for the BH Sales Chemical Holistic Healing Hour with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. Some of you, via invitation, where applicable, when you get a chance to see this, obviously the taping of such is actually in mid-evening here time zone on the 26th. It does become available whenever you've seen it as of the 27th via YouTube, and then it migrates out to what I've been blessed to this juncture on most audio versions of the platforms that you would hear most other podcast shows. So thank you for that. We grow exponentially with your help by continuing to pay it forward. And many of you are doing that. And that's what it's all about here. We're hopefully spreading the bigger message together. And it's very much contributory, not to me, but to provocative guests, much like my next one, Jody. Scott, who's going to tell us about herself in just a moment. So for those of you that probably haven't had the opportunity to hear the prelude show that I've done there, I basically did walk through her website pretty much in all encompassing. So here for what it's designed for is her press kit sheet. So verbatim. And thank you so much, Jody Scott, Master in Health, CEO, Sierra Sage Herbs, founder of Green Goo First Aid, president of U.S. Operations, Melodial Global Health, alternative medicine champion for mental health and business for a force of good. Many, many accolades there, and she's going to expand upon them. EUI Entrepreneur of the Year, 2022 finalist, women-owned, and I can't read the small print. She'll expand upon it and other ones accolades are there. She'll expand upon those. Jody Scott is a dynamic force in the realm of health and wellness, armed with a master's degree in health psychology. She specializes in the intriguing field of psychoneuroimmunology, co-founding Sierra Sage Herbs with her certified herbalist sister and graphic designer mother. Fascinating story. Jody is the visionary behind renowned brands such as Green Goo First Aid, Southern Butter, and Good Goo CBD. Her passion lies in pioneering plant-based products using innovative lipid extraction techniques that have earned global acclaim. Jody's, Jody's journal unfolds further with the introduction of Melodial Global Health, where she explores emerging markets, including cannabis and psychedelics, pushing the boundaries of health and wellness. Beyond her impressive career, Jody gracefully balances her roles, plural, as a devoted spouse, a proud parent, staying connected to the natural world, community service, and personal growth. Schedule an interview with Jody to delve further into the exciting worlds of psychedelics, cannabis, CBG, health, wellness, and embracing a green lifestyle, a journey that empowers and promises a conscious future for one and all. Tiny bit more because it's important, folks. Please bear with us. It's important. Topics and questions, plant-based nutrition and holistic well-being. What are your views on plant-based products and holistic well-being? How can the shift to plant-powered nutrition affect physical and mental health? Connecting alternative medicine with mainstream wellness? How did her background, your background in health psychology and alternative medicine influence the founding of Sierra Sage Herbs, where it all began, if you will? What inspired you to co-found Sierra Sage Herbs? 
sustainable business and philanthropy. Can you explain Sierra Sage Herbs B Corporation key point for those that may not know what a B Corporation is with all due respect? She'll expand upon that status and philanthropic, philanthropic efforts in developing countries and how they align with your vision. How do agricultural partnerships impact your business and the communities you work with? How does alternative Medicine, the psilocybin, help those resistant to traditional psychological treatments. What advice do you have for the listeners curious about alternative paths to well-being? How was your military family upbringing influential, your current initiatives? One more page. Stay with us, folks. It's so important. I'm going to let her expand upon that because it's the many endorsements that are there. Bill with me to get back and see my ugly mug. I know you guys have to bear with that. Welcome, welcome so much, Jody. And it's a detailed bio for a reason. Please expand upon that welcome and take it away and introduce all of us, whatever our degree of familiarity is or to this junction is not. Thank you, Jody. Take it away. Great to be here with you. Thank you so much. We have a lot to unpack, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, um, maybe we'll start from the top. So my mom, sister, and I started Sierra Sage Herbs. Um, my sister's an herbalist and a midwife, and I was pre-med. And, um, you know, my mom is a self-taught computer programmer, website developer. And, and as you touched on the military upbringing, uh, my mom learned early that she needed to create a mobile career before mobile careers were a thing. So she was my first computer teacher. And, uh, you know, we moved every handful of months to every few years. And, you know, I was telling this story to my daughter the other day that one of my first revelations on why we wanted to address plant-based alternatives was that we were moving around all the time and my mom loved plants. And, um, every time we would move, we'd be in the car with plants hitting our faces <laughs> and, and super annoyed. Um, but then there was also boxes of beauty care products and we're like, mom, why can't these products go in the car or go in the moving trucks? Why are they with us? And, um, as we're kicking each other, trying to get elbow room and, uh, my mom's like, well, they're flammable. They're made from petroleum. They're flammable. I'm like, right. why are you putting things that are flammable on your skin? And so, you know, fast forward, the three of us um, started looking at the first aid space and we saw a category that had a ton of chemicals. Um, there was no like personality. There had not been a disruption in this space since our chemical laden products had really um, come to market and there was no sustainability. And what I found really interesting was that the natural consumer was willing to abandon their natural ethos because they were told these chemical-laden products were the only ones that could get the job done for cuts or scrapes or eczema or poison ivy. And then the, the conventional consumer was like, I don't really care what the ingredients are. I just want something that works better because I find going to the doctor incredibly annoying. <laughs> so I just, I just want something that works better. Me too, me too, me too. Continue, right? continue, 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 continue. So, you know, Green Goo was born. Um, and, you know, there was a lot of thought that went into these. You know, first and foremost, we weren't sure that we could actually even scale. And you talk about the lipid extraction. What's Correct. so unique about Green Goo and all of our brands under CR Sage is that 
we make most of the ingredients ourselves. So we bring the plants to our manufacturing facility where we yield high amounts of the medicinal properties. And then there's a custom blend of oils that go into each of these products. And that has never been scaled before. There are real plants in these products. And that's why they work. Um, not to put words in your mouth. I'm so sorry. Not to put words please. in your mouth by any means. Can you reemphasize how important it's always been to have clean sourced ingredients and how much more important now to play to what you do and how you do it? Just to, for the audience, Absolutely. wherever they may be familiar or unfamiliar. And I'm sorry I interrupted. Continue. You interrupt me anytime. Thank you. Uh, Absolutely. So the ingredients, sourcing them first and foremost in, in terms of who you're purchasing them from is also supporting fair trade. You're supporting, you know, um, communities that may have been marginalized. We're bringing equity. But then you get down to how the, the, the ingredients are processed and um, organic versus, you know, grown with chemicals. And this isn't only important because of the environment in the sense of these chemicals going into the ground, going into our water right. system, but then it's also putting it on your skin. Our skin is the largest organ and it works hard to protect us. And it doesn't, you know, once it goes through the skin, then it, then obviously our it's precious in there. organs. It's in yeah, there. It's, it's broken <laughs> the penetration. It's in there. Continue. Exactly. Continue. And it is hard on your body and your skin tells you a lot, tells you a lot about your health. And so you also have to think about the fact that when you put it on your skin, you're washing it off in the, in your shower, which then goes into the water system. So we're back to contributing chemicals to the system while also bringing toxicity to our skin. And, uh, you know, I think from a superficial standpoint, it, it, it fast forwards aging, but take that, set that aside, oxidation. We are seeing so many more skin conditions that are then being related to other more systemic conditions. For sure. And what's so interesting, I mean, topical therapeutics are at an all-time high. There are exponential reportings of chronic skin conditions. And uh, the OTC market has not been able to address this. Most products say, use this for three or four days, but after three or four days, you can't use them anymore. Or, you know, you could say goodbye to your liver or kidneys or what have you, you Pretty know, much. And, much. and people have chronic skin conditions, but there's only acute solutions that are available. Um, so this has been really special to crack that code and be able to bring, you know, products that people can use over time, actually give you the results that you're looking for. That have efficacy. That have efficacy. Number work. one. Number one. Number, number one. Continue. Number continue. one. Continue. Exactly. And bringing sustainability. Now, you we were looking at the first aid space and we saw these tubes being thrown in the landfill. And it was very thoughtful that we brought these tins that you see our products in because the aluminum being the most renewable resource. And of course, fast forward 10 years, now you're seeing water bottles, you know, in aluminum containers. So true. But it was it was very progressive 10 years ago when I'm meeting with a a, a buyer for a big, you know, national pharmacy. And I'm saying, I have a plant-based alternative to your hydrocortisone. And it's in a tin and not a tube. And there's bright colors with fun jokes on it as well. <laughs> it exactly. Was, it was very disruptive. 
a quick a quick joke, and it doesn't really matter. Who cares? It's semantics. Whoever's which way. Your mom and I, I'm sure, of comparable age. Just we'll go flashback to to your story a couple of moments ago. I won't mention the name brand. Everybody knows. Many years ago, petroleum jelly. <laughs> continue, continue. In defense, oh, yeah. in defense of your mom, she doesn't need any defense. But mindsets, what we grew up with, is my point. Continue, continue. You're right, though, and it's the norm. And nothing, I mean, my customers give me so much joy, whether it's the testimonials that they send me and and how it's changed their lives. Um, But I so appreciate converting a conventional consumer and saying, you know what, I've had this chronic eczema. I haven't been able to find solutions. I just grabbed yours on a whim. And holy moly, it worked. And now you've changed my perspective on natural products. What else do you have? And it's kind of, it opens up a whole new world um, for folks that might not have been considering plant-based or a natural product. Um, And of course, you're hearing this now, right? Like the plant-based renaissance is here, but it, it wasn't here for a very long time. And talking to buyers, they were very challenged if a plant-based solution could work. And you know what it really took? It took the cannabis industry. Um, I was at a conference and they did a like lunch meeting because it was like 2019 and they're trying to prepare these national retailers for, you know, CBD. CBD is coming. Here's how you navigate it. And so they yeah, come in. And we still weren't my- quite ready with the overall mindset at that juncture, even after the initial passage in that time frame, as you well know. So, so that's been an interesting transition for you in that regard. Absolutely. And, you know, they, they come to my booth and I'm like, do you know the, the talk you just had about extracting from plants? That you're extracting from the hemp plant and you're talking about these gummies or different topicals. I was like, that's what we do at Green Gear. But we have tons of plants. Like our first aid formula has 13 plants in it. It just doesn't have hemp in it. But we're doing that same process. And oh, by the way, there's also naturally occurring cannabinoids in other plants. You know, chamomile, chickweed, black pepper, papaya, you know, mango. But, you know, the hemp plant gets all the credit. But in some, you've actually been consuming cannabinoids for a very long time. And then I could get into like the entourage effect, right? Because the lipid infusion, we love all the botanical profiles from these plants. We love the terpenes and the chlorophyll. And for the first time, people were starting to understand the different components of plants because of cannabis, because of these different extraction processes that had been happening as they were coming to the market. And then again, the fun part, you lived it. We exchanged some old war stories a little bit. You know how Grandpa Bill is in the green room a little bit. But it was so refreshing, tabletops and so forth, to see the reaction on the other side as the gift from God. When they, Oh, my God, my acne or whatever that situation. You know, I tried. They get. They tell you their life story. And it's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I tried your product. And, oh, my God, isn't that the reward in and of itself? Money and fame and all of that, it comes its way. And that's why we all, not so much the fame, we all want to succeed. But that's the payout, isn't it? Isn't it? That is what gets me up every day to fight the good fight because it is not i mean you know you're an entrepreneur yourself it is not 
it's not easy work. It's you have to tough. walk the talk. You have to walk the mile. You're going to you bang your knee. All of that. Talk. All of that. And it's so hard. Your customers so hard. make it. And for women, I have the utmost respect. It, you know, I have a granddaughter. <laughs> That's a Gen Z era. But, I, you know, I have a mother to see. You know, I've had nothing but respect for women forever. It's your turn. <laughs> and it's coming. And you guys are brilliant. And it's I, I admire that so much. And I know you're going to do this. Tell us about your sibling and your mom. Three women, ladies and gentlemen. It's an awesome story. Continue. Continue. It is pretty special that my mom, you know, my name's Jody because it's a unisex name. So, or at least it was. And that was important to her um, because at the time she wanted to make sure that when someone looked at my application, you know, again, we're going, we're dating myself, um, that, that, uh, you know, they wouldn't judge me for my gender. And so my mom raised us very much with a mindset of equality. And quite honestly, I didn't truly understand some of the inequality that women were were being challenged by until I went into business because I was raised in a home where I could do anything, you know, there was, you you can be anything, anyone. And you know, the only limitation is yourself. And again, when you're of this age, you know, my, and I came along really late in my parents' life. So my ancestry, I go back to like, that's really a long time ago. They didn't obviously have any of it. Some guy behind it, or woman or whatever, behind a screen and take this and something. It, it, it just wasn't prevalent. They had to self-survive to a very large degree and did and, and did. Continue, continue. By living off was, the land, by living off the land and so forth. Continue, continue. And I was telling my niece who's four, so my sister's daughter, and uh, we were coming home from school and I was telling her how recent, you know, women had the right to vote or to get financing um, and that there it's had such never a great been way a to woman bring up president. And, it's so, yeah, it's and so it's great. Just, it's so great. Like, what, They're going to be passing that we... on. It's so great. Continue, yeah. continue, continue. It was cute because when I dropped her off at my sister's house, I said, P.S., you guys are going to have a lot to talk about at dinner tonight because her face was like, what world are we in? Like that, that actually happened. And so, um, you know, there's, there's much to be said about mentoring and, 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 and equity for all, right. You know, and, and just having those opportunities. And I'm grateful for what we've seen and really what seems like more in the last five years, that it's not only the conversation that's talking about this, but there's actually action behind it. You know, whether you're the mentor or you're being mentored, creating different communities where there's more access to, um, you know, different resources, education, technology, funding. I mean, raising capital was very difficult until the conversation started happening of, you know, women businesses are important. Again, Um, old 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 mindsets, conditioning, it's it's a path that takes some walking for sure, for sure. So in that local market at that time, in the infancy, did it take a while to be embraced? Or I'll bet. I'll bet. Because of what they were so used to doing. It takes a while. It takes a while. Oh, yeah. And it takes a lot of perseverance and intestinal fortitude, which you obviously, all three of you ladies, obviously have. And your mom is a graphic genius. It's 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 readily apparent. If you want to expand upon that too, please do. She's your mom's attributes about how her whole 
graphic designs and all of that entered into the whole scheme and your sister. Her work tenacity and her creativity and her mindset of there are no obstacles. You just, you, you keep pushing. Having her in our camp while we were building this company was pretty critical because there were days my sister and I would go, this is too overwhelming. What are we doing? Are we actually going to be able to do this? Because back to your point, we kind of broke the mold in first aid and the world was not ready for it. They weren't ready for their face. They weren't not, talking not about all. the environment. Not at all. Not at all. Not, no. in, that not in that time frame. Continue. Continue. No. And, <laughs> you know, people, the Industrial Revolution really set the tone for we need big containers of lotion and we're going to pack it with a bunch of, you know, fillers so that people would feel like they're getting more volume for their purchase. And exactly. salves are compact and and with intention, right? We are reducing our carbon footprint by shipping these waterless products across the globe that are compact. And and then a little bit goes a long ways because it's so rich in medicine. Well, it was it was just so different than what the last 30 years from a consumer standpoint um, that people were used to. Now, the great part is you fast forward to this plant revolution and we're talking about climate change. We're talking about, you know, sustainability. Um, it's pretty exciting to see that shift and um, there's still a lot of work to do, <laughs> but I do feel like we can now, uh, we can talk more about the efficacy with our customers and there is accountability. And when we formulate, our goal is to always exceed expectations. When we when we start this process, and you're obviously if, transparent because it's so important to have independent testing and to document it from a non-biased source and all of that kind of stuff. It's the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> continue. It continue, is. Continue. It is in the pudding. And the customers are so gracious to send us testimonials. Um, matter of fact, a, a perfect example. I have a customer who is Jane Doe number one. From the World Trade Center. She was the first person pulled from the World and, Trade Center. And that Center. is the epitome of community helping each other. And the it's just a wonderful story. Continue. Continue. Yes. And, and, she, and I know you're going to do this. I'm so sorry. I know you're going to do this. But just for anybody, can, and I mean this with all due respect, lots of us have been under a rock for all the distraction that's going on in the world. Make sure you do please accentuate all the chains that you are in of the stores and how you got to that juncture as well. It's so important. Continue. Continue. Well, I'll I'll go back to if you want to hear this story. This is kind of fun. I'd so love to. here we were just selling it at yeah you know, at the farmers market and um, the first grocery store natural grocers reached out to us and said we'd like to carry your product and they said you know we'd like a line sheet and we need upcs and can you fill out this form and the three of us are looking at each other going what is and did you do this did you guys did you guys do this did you guys do this i tease i tease (laughs) no we were just and we were we had no idea right none of us have business degrees we had not been in Um, consumer packaged goods. So the learning curve of adapting and acquiring that information and navigating retail was enormous. I mean, my first buyer meeting was Army Air Force Exchange, APHIS. And it was because we grew up military and it was so important to us to bring natural clean products to, to the bases. And 
thank goodness I didn't know they were the second largest retailer in the world. I, you know, I just hoped I would get a meeting and did. It wasn't afterwards. And at that point, as you said, justifiably so, you probably didn't know what a UPC code was, right? Right? I mean, how could you be expected to? Welcome to the world of the big leap, right? Continue, continue. I had no idea. And then, you know, I was terrified going into this meeting. Of course. And then add to it, um, you know, I hadn't navigated a meeting such as that. I didn't know what the norm was that you were supposed to bring into this meeting. Right. And and then she goes, yeah, we'd like to go ahead and test the product. And and again, she rattled off like 10 things and I'm writing it down as fast as I can because I have no idea what she's talking about. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, Google, yeah, right. Google's right, going right. to tell me. And, I wish we had just, chat and, GBT then. And again, and again <laughs> like we all do, you know, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, we do that. We can do that. And that's not fabricating or anything. It's so you can get a chance, chance to get out the door and digest what they just said, what they just said. Continue, continue. Yeah. And so it was so great when I came home and I told the, you know, the family that we're, we're get to go in and here we're going to Google, we're going to figure out all these things. And then, you know, a friend of the family was there and they said, you know, that's the second largest retailer in the world. And in I the, was in like, the world. In, the, in the so... world, not in the region or whatever, in yeah. the world, continue, world. continue. And I was yeah. like, I am so glad that I did not know that going into it. Really? I mean, it might, I, have taken I, you I might out have of your taken you out of your own game right there if you did know it, right. if you will, if yeah. you will, if you will. Continue. And that's a, just a perfect example of, you, and so many entrepreneurs find themselves in, in uncharted territory that you just have to navigate. And be comfortable with the uncomfortable, right. which isn't easy. It's not for the faint of heart. It's uh... and, when, and when you take that leap, let's go there, especially back then. How much harder was it because of your born sex, if you will? How much harder was it? How much harder was it right? just because of those biases? Just because of those biases, which obviously existed. Right? Oh, yeah. I learned uh, early in my career as a woman that... I had to make sure, and I'm a very, um, like I'm a bleeding optimist and I like to wear my emotions on my shoulder and I, and I love humans. Like I really, this is a mission and this is about. That's who we do this for, not humans. the co-inhabitants that are keeping company on the planet. Continue, continue. That's who mm -hmm. we do it for, the humans. Continue, continue. It's the best. And, but I had to learn too, as a woman, to make sure that I'm very data driven and that I lead with data because women are often perceived as emotionally driven. And so therefore, if I was armed with that approach first, then at least then I would be legitimized in terms of whatever my strategic effort was. Yep. Um, because oftentimes it was quick to make an assumption if a woman seems, you know, uh, more candid <laughs> that they, right. they might nice not word. be able to, to navigate yeah. business. Yeah, I right? love that. Continue, continue. Nice word. Where where it might be appreciated in the uh in in you know an alternative gender. <laughs> but um yeah it it was going back to that moment and navigating grocery and, and retail and, and really it was the three of us. So we couldn't afford to hire a sales team. Of course not. And of course not. So it was lots of cold calling. You just cold call and you see if you can get lots the Lots of cold calling. <laughs> lots of cold calling. It takes one to know one. Continue, continue, continue. 
Could you, you bet? And in traveling, you know, I um, I was on the road three weeks out of the month for years, and and as a mom, I have a, I have a daughter now, and that's she was, a that's she was, a juggling act, of course, for obvious reasons. Yep, continue. Yep, and I learned to turn it into adventures. You know, if I could. You know, if it if it worked out where my husband and daughter might be able to join, then they can go to the children's museum while For I sure. do my meeting For and sure. we can try to turn this into For an sure. adventure. And I think that's another moment of, you know, sort of women entrepreneurs wearing the multiple hats. Um, but what wonderful memories, you know. Um in a very you know, because you were probably when you got started and started was it right at the beginning of it, if you will? Was it was it right in that time frame when you started to get some legwork and traction, or am I confusing the years? Nope. You were right yep. on the door of the pandemic, right? So we, I, we right, always like so... to say, we always like to say here, look how many good things came out of a just completely crazy situation. To include your perseverance. And, you know, lots of good things, I'd like to think, came out of the backside that's going to be for our future, which I'll have you expand upon at the end of the show, by the way. So continue, continue, continue yeah, in your journey. And to your point, we we had those couple of years and then we got our first office and we were so excited because we had an office and employees. And then that's when COVID happened. <laughs> and then we were like, all of a sudden our office went with people in it to now it was storing pallets of products. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit of a shift, but again, that's the journey of the entrepreneur, right? You pivot well, exactly, and we've been building a retail business and recognized Love it. that, Love it. and it was, it's first aid, right? It was someone has poison Ivy. They usually go to a pharmacy, they get their poison Ivy solution because they need it right then and there. And, exactly. you know, all of a sudden we have to do a direct to consumer model that we had not done before in order to keep our doors open. So it was, it was a big shift. And thankfully what we saw was, you know, a more efficient direct to consumer market in general, that you could actually order something online and sometimes get it the same day. And that just wasn't the case before. So um, building our online platform was very new for us. That's an endeavor. um, In 2020. Yeah, for sure. It's an endeavor. But hey, when you are, built a really but, good website. When you are the proverbial <laughs> small person, you know, persons to get your footing in whatever you are in the land of giants in every sense of the word, in every sense of the word. So it, it is an amazing success story. So how is the, especially in the environment and all the crazy stuff that goes on, how is your growth rate expansion in more retail chains and negotiations and ongoing discussions in all of that cauldron that's being stirred around right now? Well, you know, and I think you bring up a good point in terms of current events and where we are in the capital markets, where we are in terms of, um, you know, current events and so forth. And so we're taking a different pro- approach going forward instead of. You know, how many doors can we get into and how much market share can we have? You'd, we need a more sustainable model as well in a business sense. And so, you, and I think, you know, entrepreneurs struggle with this because there's this mindset that you got to grow as fast as you can so that you can sell it or be attractive to investors. And, you know, I say profits first now, um, take care of your people and have a more sustainable growth model, especially right now. 
and it's so great that, and you guys are well versed in it, and you know it, and you've lived it, and all of that. But it's so great that you have the intestinal fortitude to know that, literally and figuratively, the water's going to level out a little bit, and they're going to be rippling along the way. It's if we were playing poker, it's the way the cards were dealt. It's just great that you're not like throwing in the towel, if you will. It's just so great. We have to. We have to There's continue been some tough to times. do that. We have to do that, and the profits and all of that. Of course, of course, that's what it's you know to get the materials and to keep the lights on and all of that. Hey, and you have how many employees now? But for, for sure, to actually show the lineage of that too, if you will, where you came from, yeah. like out in the barn or whatever. With all due respect, to thirty employees or more. Um, you know the whole group. So the whole melodial group, we have more than thirty employees. Um, awesome. But our Sierra Sage group is is a little bit smaller now, so we're we're a tiny. Well, that's bunch probably that contributory arm. to the aforementioned reasons too. You got to do what you got to do. It's a hard conundrum to work with. Then continue, continue. It is, and you you just for us, our team matters so much. You know, our our team and our culture is important. Um, walking the talk. Care. I mean, I think you you can leadership. You, mm-hmm. you, care. And leader- you care, you feel that more, continue, continue. And leadership starts with, you know, you walking the talk. So if I'm not doing the work for myself, how can I expect you, you can't emanate to show up? And you can't expect it to be anything but if you're emanating that. That's also an astute business person. Continue, continue. No, so we do a lot of uh, walk-in talks. We'll... Well, you know, we do our virtual meetings and we make sure that we've got FaceTime because everyone's all over, all over the world, truly. And, uh, but then I really encourage people, like, if you can have a meeting and go for a walk and take the meeting over the phone, take a break, go get some vitamin D, get some sunshine. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You're helping. And I don't, I keep, it's not about me. It's just the examples to the mutual audience. Do a show called Workouts for Geriatrics, geared to the age bracket, but good for all kids, one to 92, stealing the old Mac control. But we talk about all of it is the importance, nutrition, taking a walk, vitamin C, exercising, movement. So thank you so much. It's just so interconnected. It's beautiful. Continue, continue. Continue. And it is. It's easy to sit at that computer all day, and then you get paralysis because you're you're like, what should I do next? I'm not feeling motivated. I'm not sure what to do. And when you get out there and you get some fresh air and you take a couple deep breaths and you make that a part of your culture, truth, truth um, be told, I love when I'm on a meeting told, with my team and I hear the crunch. We have to do that. We have to do that, don't we? Mm-hmm. We have to tell our as as versed and we're in the industry. We have to tell ourselves to do that. Hey, you might have been on the go take a deep breath, take a walk, exercise, touch your toe, right? We do that too. You have to like, hey, right? From the passion, from the passion and you're glued to your keyboard or negotiating Mm -hmm. virtual calls and all of it. It's a vicious cycle. And with everything that's bubbling and all of that, it's just that much more to the equation. So that peaks and valleys by being human. By being human, it is an emotional roller coaster. How could it not be? How how could it not? It be? is. It takes it's, a it's lot of intestinal that. fortitude. A lot. Continue. 
continue. I try to remind the team not to get too high up from the highs or too low. Try from to the stay lows. somewhat mm-hmm. balanced, if you will, pun intended, as hard mm-hmm. as that can be. Continue. I mean, you need to have celebrations and you need to mourn and, and grief. And, and those are important human experiences. But in this sort of survive world where it's fight or flight all the time and we're constantly being inundated and our nervous systems are getting overloaded, there's value to not being, not having your nervous system in such a reactive state and really moving from survive to thrive. And so I think you can thrive and still also celebrate your, you know, the the practice of being human is what I call it, um, without without getting beat up. <laughs> that beacon, if you will, that beacon, which you are, is going to, through the tides and all my crazy analogies, that beacon is going to stay buoyant. It's going to behove. It's going to be, but it's going to rise and people do disseminate the pretenders from the, it takes time. It takes time sometimes, but you know, when you stay the course and it's evident and you radiate the passion, which you obviously do through all the buoyancy and the rough goes, there is going to be, you're touching, you're going to touch land again or whatever crazy analogy you want to use. It's it's a tough ride. It's a tough ride. I I admire all of you for doing that. So continue Thank to you. tell us where you're at now. And one quick question, if it's not too personal, does the calendar year coincide with your fiscal year? So as the new year becomes bigger and brighter things because they're both in coherence or is your fiscal year in it between is. the calendar year, if you will? Nope. It, it's year end to your point. Okay. So. Well, I guess that's a ray of hope to start anew in, what is it, eight weeks or whatever it is now? Maybe Can a little bit more it? than that. Huh? Isn't it amazing that it. it's almost over again and here we are knocking on another one? Continue. I'm sorry. Continue. So what are the proverbial drawing board plans looking out to 2024? Nobody can be Nostradamus, would... but yourself. Continue. You know, I think 2024 is, is a big reset for us. Um, and it'll be it'll be a big reset which i am i am grateful for and we all and hey, we all need resets we all need a reset we yep. do and, and i'm uh, still of a fervent belief if we can get by the interference it can be really rejuvenating for the planet mm-hmm. our legacies <laughs> the food supply the medicine supply all of it that's why i know you'll stay the course but Please do that. It's mm-hmm. so new beginnings, continue. new opportunities. Continue. And, uh, you know, I think that. Did uh, we freeze up? Can you hear me? Uh, can you hear me? Okay. I think we might have froze up, people. So, and I think it's actually it? already uploading. So I will tell Jody that somehow cyberspace has taken over. So I'm not sure if you can. Hear me, Jody. I will send you an email. I'm going to try to see what the screen's saying. We are actually uploading audience, and I'm not sure we'll take care of it in post production. And we're almost at 99% of when the screen literally just froze right now. And I just want to see it pop out if you guys can hear me at all. And I'll send Jody the recap. And we'll, okay, she might pop back in. I'm going to wait a second. 
the World Wide Web and speeding things we're talking about, we just literally snapped out. And I believe that completion, when you guys hear this, was about at the 39-minute mark. So if you all can hear me, I'm going to say bye-bye for now. We'll recoup what we got. I'll get a hold of Jody. She already knows she has an open invite. She certainly understands these things, and unfortunately, Murphy's Law has struck once again. We'll get this produced, and we'll get Jody advised accordingly. I'll say bye-bye for now, and may God bless, and we'll get her back to finish this. Peace, everybody. Thank you.